Here's the deal, I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie frickin' God! You can't handle the truth! I'm gonna get a BP! It's a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Too bad almost will you? I can't wait to shit my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Welcome to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. This is your host, Johnny Weather. Of course, in studio tonight is Bradley Weather, and we've got Captain Yonicorn. He's in tonight. Oh, he's Unicorn. I'm sorry. I saw him yawning. Thought he was Yonicorn. Anyway, <laughs> we're just three protein-consuming males chilling out on a psychiatrist's long chair. We're talking about the problems here in America today, and we're trying to write some common sense, holistic prescriptions for a healthier America. Turning it right over to my brother Brad. What do you got? Is America... Are we two-faced? Of course. Because we, we're, we're going after China and saying that you shouldn't want to control what's going on in Taiwan and allow um, Americans to do exercises there. But on the other hand, we have a problem with this. They said, no, no, it's not happening. Well, apparently China had said that they were going to set up some sort of spy base in Cuba. And the Biden administration lied about it. So here is John Kirby, who is the national security spokesperson for the Biden administration, denying the report just a couple of weeks ago. Because as it turns out, uh, they did actually have a deal with Cuba. So the, the administration's new excuse is the same excuse they used with the Chinese spy balloon. John Kirby, national security spokesperson. So look, I think you can understand why we're, uh, we're not gonna be able to get into too much detail about our own counterintelligence uh, efforts. But as we communicated over the weekend, uh, th this is not a new development um, uh, that, uh, that China has been uh, trying to uh, achieve uh, some intelligence gathering capabilities uh, in, in Cuba and frankly elsewhere in the hemisphere. And that uh, from day one, um, when we came in, uh, we took this issue seriously. We're That's trying awesome. to control what happens in Cuba, just like we did when Russia was there, but we have a problem when China tries to control what happens in Taiwan. Well, Two-faced, hypocritical? Well, of course, because you can't control what we already control. How are you gonna do that? Like, we already control Taiwan. You can't control them. Well, we're trying to control Cuba. So what are you trying to do coming up in our territory now? We're trying to change Cuba. We've been trying to change it from years from a communist regime to this republic, I think is what we are, and it's not working. So the Chinese, I, I don't, I don't know how long it was going to take for the U.S. to figure that one out, but it seemed rather logical with us being in Taiwan right next door and maybe them wanting to be in Cuba right next door. I don't know. Seems logical. Who's to say that Cuba wants to be like us, you know? Just like the same thing over in the Middle East. The Afghanistan, they really want to be like us? No, they don't. Does Iraq want to be like us? Hell no. They want to be their own people. So we get, again, America is going around the world making other countries in our own image. You know what? Let's just leave these people alone. They don't want to be like us. If they do, they'll move here, become us. Or just cross the border. That too. Don't even be a boat like and come across from Cuba. So I would say really, you know, the, the problem there is, is that the regime that has controlled Cuba for the last 90 years, um, you know, is the Castro brothers, uh, Fidel first and now his younger brother now. Um, they, they want to control, and the only way to do that is to be a dictator. And so that means you're into communism. Us trying to go there and trying to get them to be 
a republic or representative republic is because so many people have been persecuted there and tried to come to the U.S. And I, I think that's a it's an honorable thing. But in the same sense, I know we've had this discussion before. Do we think that America should be the police of the world or do we think they shouldn't be? They shouldn't be. Not our job. We've got our own problems to deal with. Well, but if we weren't the police of the world, World War One would have gone differently. World War Two would have gone differently. Well, Vietnam, objective, but... Vietnam, you know, the, the northern Vietnamese would have taken a bigger portion of the southeast because they were backed by the Russians. So, I mean, it's... I, I think it's a fine line that we walk. The question is, is, is what are, what are our motivations? And the problem is, is we change people because we're humans and we only live so long. And that next person might interpret the constitution a little bit differently than the unicorn and Johnny weather and Bradley weather. So um, the problem is, is we're not, we don't have that constant teaching of what the constitution really is. We have certain people interpreting it differently because they have an agenda and that turns into what we're seeing right now is we are people are policing it the wrong way they're making the wrong decisions and they're causing problems for us as americans and we get people like unicorn saying stay out of their issues when in fact we're trying to take care of the humanitarian issues in those countries and that's i think that's honorable but is it worth losing american lives is it worth that is it worth losing how many people died in vietnam was it worth losing all those lives and guess what happened we lost vietnam we had a retreat from Saigon, Afghanistan, all of those souls in Afghanistan. We tried to change it. We left. What happened? Taliban rules the country. So all of those 20 years of that war in Afghanistan, all those soldiers that give that blood, they died in vain. The same I, thing. For the I, so we're wasting our precious blood over in these foreign affairs that, you know what? Let them figure it out themselves. You know, our military, you f*** with us. I'm sorry. We destroy you. Then we reach our home. That's how the United States should be in our military acquisitions. Done. Oh. Right. I don't, think, I don't think I can disagree any more vehemently on that one. We aren't the world's police force. We don't have the money I mean, for all the resources. You know, you, you got to at least respect his point. I mean, Iraq is exactly what he was talking about. Afghanistan is absolutely 20 years, and look what's happened since they left. And you think you can just walk in there and clean all that up again? Not a chance. You got to go back in and use bombs and drones and all kinds of stuff again. And it's going to cost soldiers their lives. It's going to cost American citizens huge amounts of tax dollars. We're already spending billions, you know, un- uncounted billions are over in Ukraine to now rebuild their country, which is just a load of crock of crap from my position. I don't agree with that at all. Um, America should not necessarily be intervening in all these situations. Uh, and this whole thing about being humanitarians, I mean, you have to... And, and I say this with respect to all these other countries, though. But if you look at America, we came in to our People's Republic of America, the, the Republic for the people and by the people only happened because the people of because much or well, I should say some of the people of this country decided they had enough tyranny. And even though they were odds were a million and one against them because they were going up against the biggest power in the world. They defied him and said no and stood their ground. And they fought all the way back, even when beaten way back, they fought back and won a revolutionary war. And that war is the reason why we have our freedom that we love. So if other countries want that, they have to rise up. They cannot be dependent on another nation. Now, can they get help? We got help, did we not? Did the French not help us? They sure did. We got help. 
they're going to need a little help, but we can't fight the war for them. Isn't that what we're doing? We're helping? Not the if they're over there with troops fighting the war and using our planes and our military and our tanks and putting our soldiers at light. That's That doesn't make a lot of sense. That's well, I mean, if you're, stuff. we're basically doing the war. If you're going up against a tank with, with a musket, you're not really fighting the war, really, are you? You The help that you need is a is a little bit different. And I, I disagreeing with Captain Unicorn, and yes, we are we are good friends, but I'm gonna disagree with you on this on this issue because if you have you ever played the game of risk where you uh, I, conquer all those different little countries and that? And I when conquer get, everything. Yeah, when you get beat they surround your country, and then it's just a matter of time, right? So the reason that we are the police of the world is to keep those battles in other countries so that our people are not dying from it. And that's and now the question becomes is, did we get into the war under the wrong circumstances? The, the Iraq war, we got into that war, some say, because we wanted the oil, which I'm not naive enough to believe that that wasn't part of the issue. But we also had humanitarian issues going on around there where Saddam was gassing his own people. That was something that needed to be stopped. As the world, we needed to stop that. And obviously, they looked to the police of the world to take care of those things. So I just, I, I see where you're coming from, but I, I, you know, I couldn't disagree more. I don't want to be surrounded and not have any allies to help us. And, and then it's just on us. We got to fight those wars in other countries. But to your point, we got to pick the right battles. We got to pick the right ones, not uh, the bad ones. I get you. What allies? So far, we, we're losing. We give hundred percent of the funds to the to the to NATO. We support all NATO. If we don't have our, if we're not there, no other country supports NATO. They don't have the money. Donald Trump talked about this. Who funds all their people? We do. We're the main. So who's truly who's truly fighting this war? It's right. not Ukraine. It's America because we're financing it. We're financing all these other wars. And you know what? Our country, our country will never be invaded by another country. You know why they won't be? Because we have 300 million citizens in this country that have more firearms than our own military. And our own people will take up arms and fight for this country. They will do that. Other countries, they don't do that. They just run and hide to the hills and say, oh, I don't want to fight. And we're, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of us interviewing these countries. That, but then they turn around and they hate us. Like, well, in that process, unicorn, some of your family members die. If we keep it on other people's country's land, their family members die, not ours. Yeah, and our soldiers that fight for them, what about their, what about their families? We send Johnny Johnny Weather's son over there to go fight in the thing war and he dies. What's the difference? He's dying over here, dying over here. I mean, did, it's still did a Johnny Weather's son sign up to fight that war? Well, it so doesn't matter. The, it's the same concept. If they sign up to serve their country in defense of their nation, going to another world, another place, and fighting a battle funded by a bunch of politicians and rich people, that doesn't serve the purpose of why they signed up. They're not. I love the We're idea. World War Two, World War One. Well, you can bring those up, but let's talk about Vietnam or Korea Vietnam. Or, or Iraq or or Afghanistan. What was because happening were, in Vietnam? What was happening? Well, communism what? was going north. Exactly, it was it was spreading, right? And we had to stop communism, right? The France failed in Vietnam, and we bailed their sorry butts out. It's been proven in the history of the world that the more countries that a country conquers ends up backfiring on them, 
and those people wind up revolting. The army gets spread too thin and they wind up losing and end up typically losing even more territory than they started with. And in most countries' histories, that's what's happened, which is one of the reasons why the U.S. agreed never to expand our territories with war. So when we look at this scenario, even if you would have allowed communism to grow here and there, eventually, if it was one government doing it or one country doing it all, it would have backfired. Same same problem happens. We talk about the U.S. entering World War II, but when Germany was into trying to get into uh, the capital of Russia and they were frozen in that winter and couldn't get out, they lost a lot of people. They were going down the next year. Russia was re-upping and coming in and they were ready to kick their rear end. So we can say a lot about the U.S. being in that war, but Russia had a lot to do with winning that war. A lot more than people in America give them credit for. To me, I just see the whole war thing and I say you can only get so big before it backfires. That's all. If the U.S. wouldn't have gotten into World War II, then the Germans could have concentrated on Russia and they could have conquered Russia because they wouldn't have had to split their army. And then they could have come back and they could have taken all of Europe and they could have taken England. Once you take England, you're done. So it was it was crucial that the U.S. was in that war. It was crucial that we were the police of the world. It was crucial that we were there to stop the atrocities of a man who was not going to stop until he had everything that he wanted. We have those people today. Those people today. If Putin, if Putin could do exactly what he wanted, he would conquer all of Asia. And he because we've already we already know that the reason he wants Ukraine is to put Russia back to what it used to be when it was the USSR. So if he has those aspirations, then he would have aspirations of going beyond that too, like they were trying to get to Vietnam. So I just just think that we've had enough lessons in life. Humans create problems, and it's the bad ones. Like you guys keep talking about here, it's the bad ones that give us us a bad taste in our mouth. The, The reality of it is, is if we fight those wars over there, we keep that war over there, not here. That's my main reason for being okay with them doing it. Now, has the CIA made, made bad choices? 157,466 million percent. I agree with you. They've made some bad choices. About World War II, we got in World War II not because of what Germany did, but because Japan bombed Pearl Harbor. That's the reason why we got in there. Germany happened to be a proxy part of that war that we just decided to take over. No, 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 no. England England was begging, England and France were begging us to get into World War II, begging us and begging us and begging us. And we wouldn't give them any of the information, any of the stuff that they needed. We said, no, we're not getting into the war. When Japan attacked us in Pearl Harbor, yes, that pushed us over. But we had been, the ambassadors had been begging us to get into that war. We just didn't do it up until that point. Bombed us, we would have not gotten involved in that war. It would have taken a little longer, but we would have, yes. But when when we got bombed and we went after Japan, and then once Germany started to help Japan by blowing up our trading ships and our merchant ships, that's when we decided we were going to go after Germany. You're just so a globalist. It's, it was it was really, I mean, outside of the bombing of Pearl Harbor, it was, we weren't doing anything as long as our traders weren't getting bombed and we were, as a country, making a fortune from the war. We were well aware of what was happening in Germany and the atrocities, and we still weren't getting in there. 
We weren't going to get into that war until it A, Pearl Harbor happened, or B, a financial interest. Ironically, in order to us to get it completely into the war, it took both. We weren't getting into that war because in our minds, it was just an extension of World War One. is what it was. It was the same parties arguing about how they were being treated with the current economy. We had no idea that they were killing Jews in the uh, in the the camps until a lot later. I mean, that was in the end of the end of the war. Uh, we we saw it as the French put a very complex treaty together, and it was punitive to the Germans, and it caused the Germans to starve. And if you put somebody's back to the wall, they're gonna they're gonna turn around and snap and bite you, and that's exactly what they did. Oh, so, well, you know what, France? What's this? They 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 surrendered. In a matter of weeks, they could have put a better fight up. <laughs> and you know what, Paul Bradley Weather, you're just a globalist warmonger like Lindsey Graham. Wow. That's right. Wow. That is you right. Tucked you, us into the, you know, you uh, tucked us into the Elon Omar category. We're putting you into the globalist category, <laughs> just like that. NWO, just baby. Like you guys are Ilhan Omar favorites. <laughs> yeah, Lindsey Graham donating money to her. If, if I were to ask you guys, do you guys think that Howie Mandel is a, a Republican or a Democrat? What do you think he is? Or do you think he doesn't care about politics at all? You know, I don't really know. I don't really look at him as some politics. I haven't really heard anything about politics. Maybe he might be left, Meg right? I don't know. We'll see what happens. I have no idea. I'm going to guess he's Senate. I'm going to guess he's an independent <laughs> thinker. All right. Well, let's, let's see if he gives us an answer. He, he is freaked out by what Joe Rogan does here. Have a listen. Have you ever seen that video where it shows local news people all saying like the exact same thing? Yeah, that's it. To serve our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS 4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble trying Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, <laughs> some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the same things are true without checking facts first. Unfortunately, some members of the media. This is scary. Yes, this is the scariest. Well, that's propaganda. We talked about this before. We know what propaganda is, right? And the media is a big part of it. I can't believe Howie being connected in Hollywood and having access to all this would be that ignorant. That's scary. He's one of those people that just doesn't care about politics. And I think, I think when you don't care about politics at all, you are shocked by some of the things that you see because the media is hiding from you what they do, right? Exactly. And so I think that's the, I think that's a big issue is, is people just, people don't watch only one station. They just don't, they don't know what's going on and they don't open their minds. And if you say something that is completely against what they believe or what they've seen, then you're a conspiracy theorist. Welcome to my world. That well, is your world, isn't people it? Like, well, it's because of people like Howie. They're just yeah. ignorant. They have no idea what's really going on in the world. Uh, and again, that's because if that <laughs> if that's true, 
then think about their world. Now they have to now they have to get into politics, and they don't want to get into politics. You and I have had this. Uh, the three of us had a conversation about whether or not we're doing enough um, in Washington. But you know, I'm seeing a lot more videos. I don't know if they're just recording it more or what, but we're seeing a lot more videos of Republicans pushing back. Here's one of them. I haven't had you ask me one question about the current president having classified documents. I haven't had you ask me one question about the current president as a senator, why he even would have a classified document. Does that raise any questions to you? Well, they gave, he gave them back. And okay, when was he senator? So when, it, when they did a when When, what, when, when was he senator? Is, and speaker, did there's you, a difference here. Well, there the is case. a difference because why did they only brought up their attorneys looking at it after they started going after President Trump and raided it. Why did they never look at this former vice president or senator? Why would he even have a document? Okay, regardless of every happened when he gave it back, I've always said equal justice. So my question back to you, is it equal or fair? Have you ever asked the question to the current president as a senator, why would you ever even have that document outside of the so skit? I Has anyone answered that question? So McCarthy's pushing back. Is is it enough? If you have enough evidence to supposedly indict Trump for having them and he was a former president, Joe Biden should be impeached and, of course, have the investigation into him and a possible indictment as well. It's more grandstanding. Until I see the Republicans in Congress actually put forth the peace script bill and vote on it and put it the thing, even though if it means nothing going anywhere, the fact that they can talk all the they want to talk. But you know what? or get off the pot, put a bill through, impeach, teach them if you're going to do it. Tired of it. It's grandstanding. Do something. Well, it is. He's, I mean, he's using a different language tonight. He's swearing on yeah, everything. He's swearing a lot tonight. But but lot. he is right, though. It is grandstanding. We've had a, sh a, a ton of it. And um, we're really, frankly, tired of it as conservatives. We don't have any faith in Kevin McCarthy to get anything really done except fold over and work with the Democrats to pass you know, legislation and pass bills that spend a lot of money. That's pretty much all we think he'll ever do, and the rest of it's just talk. Exactly. Here's a little bit more talk. This is not about Donald Trump. This is about an entire movement. You know, Hillary Clinton had 33,000 government records, including classified information, at a homebrewed server, and when subpoenaed, she destroyed evidence with hammers, bleach bit, wiped computer servers, not charged. Jim Comey, Lee, fired FBI Director Jim Comey. Leaks, privileged and classified information, not charged. Joe Biden, classified documents everywhere, including his garage next to Hunter in the Corvette. Not charged so far, but come on. Right, uh, this is all about getting a man who, they lead, who leads a movement, and they're coming after all of us next. How I couldn't have said that better. I was just going to say, how far off is that guy? And I was hoping you guys were going to say he is dead on. This is about a movement. This is about moving us from center left to center right. And, and they're, the people that are in power are not going to sit by and just let anything happen. They are going to do everything they can in their power to stop this movement. And they're going to they're gonna find anything they can. I mean, that, that Elvin Bragg thing, Gone. I mean, that was in the news. That was supposed to be the Trump's finally going to jail. He's gonna we're gonna get his picture, and he's gonna be in jail. And they're talking about how old he is, and blah 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 blah, blah and nothing became of it. I gotta take this one thing forward. 
one more step forward in this direction. This is not so much about Donald Trump and the movement. Well, it is. But here's what I think that they're trying to do. Behind the scenes, the Democrats know that Trump is a lightning rod. And so what I think they want to try to do is, and this is my personal belief, is I want I think they want to make sure that he is the nominee. Because I believe if he's a nominee, he will lose. I'm sorry, he's a lightning rod. You can disagree with me all you want to, Johnny, and I'm sure we do on this topic, but Trump is a lightning rod. And you cannot win an election when you only got your base behind. You need to get independence. And this is the Democrats' ploy to try to get Trump make sure he's a nominee because, but maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I think our country is screwed either way. Well, why didn't Hillary Clinton get charged? Obviously, she was subpoenaed, 33,000 emails. She destroyed it after she was subpoenaed. Because Obama ran the DOJ with his own people, DOJ. The DOJ, but correct. Yes, Obama ran the DOJ. And we in charge? We don't do the we don't change leadership. We keep it on there and we don't use the weapons against the Democrats that they do against us. And quite frankly, we need to start doing that. So Comey Comey let classified documents go. Why didn't why wasn't he investigated and charged? Because he's a Democrat and again DOJ protected him. President protected him. And Biden had same thing documents in the garage, but the DOJ goes after Trump because he was told and read that Obama said that you, uh, the president has the ability to declassify. Johnny, you've told us this before, that he, he has the, the president has the ability to declassify whatever he wants. And so either he felt like he did that and what the process that he was told he did or he was told the wrong process but was under the understanding that he did declassify it. Otherwise, why would you put a classified document with a newspaper article, right? I mean, if you declassified it, you're putting it with that article to remind you of what it was about, what it was connected to. The only difference here is, is that he's leading a movement and he's on the right. The rest of those three people are all Democrats. And then people wonder why we get angry. People wonder why we think that the, government needs to change. They wonder why we listen to what could be a conspiracy theory. It's because we've seen it all happen. Yeah, yep. you're totally right. But I'm, I'm, I disagree with Unicorn. I agree with you on this, Brad. It, this is to stop a movement. And they have gotten people off the Trump wagon and they've put more people on the Trump wagon. I, I got news for all the Trumpers out there. You are part of a movement. You are a part of movement for the people and by the people, and you need to keep doing it. And independents are getting on board. I mean, it's been surveyed that if Biden were to run against Trump today, he'd lose, and he'd lose handily. So I'm I'm very excited for what's coming up. I hope things are flipping around. I hope the people are voting that way. But again, I, I still go back to if we're not doing paper ballots, we're doing this mail-in stuff and all that jazz, we still got major problems still got major problems and and good luck i mean you're going to need a, a a break the machine movement in order to break the machines and prove elections are being stolen well, well i think sadly that's what the democrats have pushed our election system to they've they've cheated so much because 
They believe that the end justifies the means. They've That's they've cheated motto. so much that now they've got us doing the same exact thing. I mean, we were against ballot harvesting. Now we're teaching our Senate districts how to do it yes, because we have to compete on the same level. And here's exactly. the reason why is because in this state of in the state of Minnesota, for us to do anything about anything, our party has to actually have power, and we have not had major power as a Republican Party in this state since Tim Pawlenty left office. So think about that. Pawlenty's last year in office was in what, 10, right? That's when I was there. Yeah. So 13 years. The last time we had a Republican senator from this state was when in 08, when we lost to Al Franken. Al Franken got it. So we've never had a Republican in the top echelons of government for over 18 years. So they can do whatever they want. We have to get people up in that offices and start changing things. And until we play their playbook in the state, we have to play their playbook. We have to do it. Tim Blanke was in office from 2003 to 2011. Okay. Well, we have to play their playbook. We have to do it until we get our people in there. And then once we get the Republicans in there, we need to hold their feet to the fire and change these rules. Get back to paper balloting because until we take full control, we have to take control of the Supreme Court in Minnesota as well to get our point across because without that, we can't do anything. We have no power. We have nothing except for sitting here and talk about it. I think you're you're on to something there, but it, it really boils down to, and, and this is where conservatives and Republicans walk away from the party, I hate to say it, is because when they do get their leadership in there, even like this, you know, this House we or this Congress we have now, if they're not fighting hard for us and they're still having, you know, they've got their, their facets of the people that are the Tea Party type people and the, the Freedom Caucus and whatnot, but they're a limited number. And basically Democrats flip, they help Republicans, Republicans help Democrats. Things aren't done in the conservative manner and they let us down again. I mean, they have all this evidence against Biden. They don't even want to impeach. They've got so much stuff. It's awful. They allow this deal with Hunter to go through, no congressional subpoenas, no nothing going on, no DOJ. So it tells you that in the FBI and in the DOJ, even though that these things have been supposedly fixed, they're totally not. And that's why the best way to solve this problem is, is if Republicans take the White House, no more funding for the FBI or the DOJ. And I'll tell you this, the Unicorn's been supporting Vivek Ramsey or whatever his name is. For president, I'm going to tell you what, I listened to him speak um, today and he straight up said that, uh, um, I believe he had said that uh, he would be defunding these people. So rock on. And he's a conservative, but he sees the, the damage that these groups have caused America. I mean, ask yourself, we haven't talked about it in a number of shows, but I'll finish with this. Ask yourself this, where are all the people that were on pedophile island? Why have they not been charged? They have thousands of hours of videotapes, flight logs, people's logs from the guest book. They have everything they need to prosecute these people, and yet not a single one. I'm saying, man, it's defund. They ain't working for the people. The biggest racket in the world is human trafficking, some $35 trillion business. And they should be stopping that, but they're not. And yet, no one's stopping it. It's all being done by governments. I'm telling you. You heard it from Johnny. It's being done by governments.
I, I 100% agree with what Johnny just said on that. You know, these organizations are supposed to be for the people, by the people, are no longer for the people, by the people. It's for the dictator, whoever that may be in charge of this country, whoever it may be, left or right. You can go all the way up. Well, no, because when it was, when Trump was in office, they were working against him. Wrong. It's not left or right. It's left only. And I'm telling you, that's why the pedophiles are that way. That's why they're trying to pass these crazy bills in all these states for these crazy people, these sex offenders, and trying to make them feel like they're regular members of society. No, you're not. You're disgusting pedophile. To that point, Johnny, when Trump was in office, who opposed him? It wasn't the Democrats. He got more flack from Republicans, the Democrats. Majority of Republican people... And the people like the Lindsey Grahams and the Mitch McConnells and the John McCain's and you name a typical Republican out there and the Ben Sasses of the world and Mitt Romney's world, they all opposed to Mary. John McCain, Republicans had a chance to defeat Obamacare and John McCain put his thumb down and voted against the bill. An effing betrayal. This show, we are, we are the people. We are for our listeners. And we are bye-bye. Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. I got a couple of girls and it's going real sweet. The next stop is the East Side Motel. We used to chase that tad and lose the freight. Couple of kids in a Chevrolet. It's a little air on the cross tracks. Slipping off song from a paper sack. You hang your shirt on that maple lamp. Slipping through the moon to the river bank. Wasn't very long, I was jumping in, jumping in. I guess I'm still doing now what I'm doing now.